1: Welcome back to another fantastic week of Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm Chase Holden, joined by the one and only Fantasy Football Stoner.
0: Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? What's How up, are Chase? How you doing, I, brother?
1: I'm doing good, man. I had a, I had a really long week. I ate a lot of uh, leftover turkey, and it's all gone now, and uh, so no more food coma.
0: Nice. Um, I you know, it's you know interesting. I I I try to avoid. La- I I can't avoid it, but I try to avoid leftover turkey. Really? I feel like I eat so much on Thanksgiving because I literally just smoke weed all day and then That's just right. eat. <laughs> and you know, you're just shoveling food in your face. Like by Friday, I'm just tired of it. I don't want to see it anymore. But like you know, by dinner time, I'm I'm definitely eating more. I don't know. For me, for me, like like we had a lot of leftover green bean
1: casserole. I don't know if you got to see my Thanksgiving stardom situm. Yeah. But uh, but you know, I, I told everybody to sit the uh the gluten free um green bean casserole. Anything gluten free should not be available on Thanksgiving. Well, look, so I sat it for Thanksgiving, but the next day
0: it looked mildly appealing, and I tried <laughs> it, and it was
1: not that bad actually. So. I've,
0: I've actually got some family and friends that are uh, are celiacs, so they have to eat gluten free. And what I've learned over the years is that they're getting better at adding flavor <laughs> to things that are gluten free. Yeah. It used to I, just I be that straight world, bro. It used to be straight cardboard. Like you were eating cardboard. <laughs> you could season it up with whatever you want, but at the end of the day, that shit was cardboard. But there's a cake called Pamela's Pamela's fucking cake mix. She makes the best. It's one of the best cakes I've ever had. I'm going to have to remember that, man, because my wife's on the celiac train. It's so good. She makes this fucking chocolate cake, and there's a second batch of, like, dark chocolate icing that she makes, and it's fucking phenomenal. And I just, you know, especially after you move some furniture. Oh, you guys don't even know what that means. (laughs) Let me give you
1: some furniture. Let me give you
0: an adult life lesson. As you get kids that grow, you know, as they get older you got to start coming up with little uh little sayings to um to let the other adults in the room know that you're about to go get stoned hey. and and you know you got to use things that the kids don't want to be a part of you can't be like hey let's go eat this ice cream because the kids won't leave you alone cuz the kids fucking want ice cream so for us it's things like we're going to go move this furniture or we're going to go Uh, we're going to go fold this laundry upstairs, like things like that. And the kids hear that and they fucking run away. They don't want it. They don't want to be a part of that.
1: So no, I feel, I feel that man. I feel that a hundred percent because I have mine, but, but I, I went a little more like, like, I think like when my kid gets older, he'll understand it. But my, mine is, I gotta go check on the Spicoli.
0: Nice. So, okay. Yeah. yeah
1: so so that, that's already yeah. known. So, like, my kid's like three. So he's like, he doesn't yeah, know as what soon, is. yeah. As
0: soon as he's six and he gets an Instagram, he'll figure out what a fucking Spicoli is. Six with Instagram. Gotta hope not. There's six year olds with fucking Instagram. I think so, dude. I don't know. My kid's nine. He's got the gram. Um, okay. He's, he's on the gram. He just, you know, hooks it up. He doesn't put shit on there, but. Fortnite you know. memes. Fortnite yeah, memes. things like that, exactly. Yeah. And, like, he'll take a fucking selfie, and all the family members that follow him on the gram fucking love it. It's a private account, so we we monitor the shit out of it. But he's he's nine. He's on the gram. There we go. You got to do
1: that. You got to do it. What? Well, that's good. So you got caught up with us after Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's what's happened. You learned
0: some cool words
1: on how to sneak <laughs> away and smoke <laughs> your pot.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's always good. Saturday was great also as a Notre Dame fan. I mean, I, I haven't been this excited in years for Notre Dame football and see, I'm not keeping up with
1: college football, but, but before we started taping, uh, you, you sent me a text, a picture of something that I thought was bad to fuck ass. So stoner stoner has a tattoo. With Rudy's signature on it. And and he's going to tell you real quick. I know, I know we're, guys, we're going to get to the NFL. We're going to talk yeah. a little college. Because, I mean, it is getting that time for, for the college football playoffs. And if you got your squad, even though you're from, you know, USC, graduated from there, I don't really see how that worked out. But t- t- tell a little bit about that.
0: I grew up a huge Notre Dame fan. When I turned, the day I turned 18, I got the Notre Rudy Dame watcher. <laughs> I got to Notre Dame. Yeah, that's one of the two <laughs> movies that have ever made me cry, Rudy and fucking Brian's song.
1: Okay. Um,
0: I got the Notre Dame Leprechaun tattooed on my right arm the day I turned 18. And uh, a couple years ago, when I was at USC, I was working at the USC Film School, and I had to go lock up a room. And, uh, you know, I was a student there. I went back as a non traditional. So I didn't go as an 18-year-old, or I may have changed my allegiance to USC, but I was still I was an old head when I went back to college, and i wasn't I wasn't switching allegiance for nobody once a Notre Dame fan, always a Notre Dame fan, so I go in this room, my friend had called me she was the t a and she said, "Hey, I need you to come lock this room and she knew that I was a Notre Dame fan, and she had fucking Rudy was a guest of the class because the professor actually worked on the sound and the the fucking score for the movie so That's Rudy. True. So, Rudy was a guest in the class. They talked about the movie. And, you know, the music in the movie is fucking sick. It's emotional. It picks you up. It drops you down. And fucking, there's Rudy. And I walk in, like, holy shit, is that Rudy? And she said, <laughs> yep. And she brought me over to him and lifted up my sleeve and showed him my tattoo. And without missing a beat, he just grabbed my arm and signed it with a black fucking sharpie. And,
1: That's insane.
0: And. T- Two hours later, I was sitting in a tattoo parlor in Hollywood getting that signature tattooed right on top of my leprechaun. He said that he has never signed one of them before, so according to him, this is a this is a there's only one of these in the world. So Rudy knows the real fantasy football stoner guys.
1: Rudy Rudy <laughs> has met the
0: stoner. Yes, Rudy has met the stoner.
1: Yeah, I like it that way. I don't like that the Stoner met Rudy. I like I think it's better with the Rudy met the Stoner.
0: Yeah, Rudy was That's... lucky enough to to sign the Stoner's arm. He was. He was. Did you smoke <laughs> weed with him? Unfortunately no. I I did not get to do that that night, but I definitely would. So Rudy, if you're listening, hit me up, bro. I got a fat green with some with your name on it we'll smoke hollow. it we'll smoke it up before Notre Dame beats Clemson in the playoffs <laughs> I will say they do have some sick unis um anybody but Alabama
1: that's that's basically the train that I'm rolling on these days yeah um, it's it, it
0: old you should be an LSU fan bro they want Seven overtimes the other night. It was fucking sick. One of the that, crazy- was one of the, that was one of
1: that was one of the games that I actually caught the tail end of, and uh, I actually had a
0: friend of mine call it. This game, I'm like, no, you don't want to watch college football. Since we're and talking they- <laughs> about fantasy football, I played college fantasy with a bunch of buddies of mine that I grew up with this year.
1: That's a thing.
0: Yeah, college fantasy. Who has college fantasy football? Okay, so um, I might actually be into. It was season. dope. The cha- it was the championship game was this past weekend. And the guy I played in the championship had LSU's defense and one of their running backs. And me and him were going, we were tight. It was a tight game. And fucking they kept going to overtimes. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, he gets one sack, he's going (laughs) to beat me. His fucking (laughs) running back gains a couple yards and all this Losing. He's got me like 172.44 to 172.28. So he's beat me by less than a quarter of a point. In the sixth overtime, his running back rushes for negative four yards and loses fucking points for him. So I end up oh I end up winning the game by like 0.24 points. I won the college championship, fantasy championship. This is dope. In the sixth Next. overtime. Wow.
1: Wow. So I mean I, I mean that was like I mean we didn't get any overtime out of the uh the Kansas City uh Kansas City uh Los Angeles game. No. But that was basically like
0: The equivalent, I guess, to that game for college this year. Yeah, it was so sick, dude. It was a great game. I mean, LSU and Texas A&M put on a fucking show. I was, I was thankful to be a part of it.
2: I mean, I I mean,
0: I watched the last five times because I was watching Notre Dame (laughs) grind out that 12 victory against USC. Well, I'm going to tell you what, as as of this
1: moment now, even though they don't have a uh, – they're not even in a conference, I don't think, uh, I will I will root for Notre Dame
0: yeah. all the way through. We're you independent got through and through. We got money. They got money. They don't need to be in a conference. Yeah, we don't need that. Don't they, need co- they, they have their own NCAA 18. Yeah, pretty but, much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, the, the NCAA teams, they come to them, they want to play Notre Dame because Notre Dame always draws, and they have their own fucking television contracts. So they need to be in a conference.
1: That's, and that's, that's sweet and sick. So, next season, Garage Guys will have a college fantasy league. Absolutely. And for those of you guys listening now, hit us up on Twitter and let us know that you want to be a part of that. So, don't forget to add us and say, count me in for next season.
0: Yeah. That we'll, shit's going down. We'll definitely do that for sure.
1: Amen. So, NFL time. Uh, we, a little, little brief recap of the Thanksgiving games. Uh, really – Good performance from Dak Prescott against the Washington Redskins defense. Yeah. I got lucky enough to stream him. Um, it was it was between because yet again, like I lose Fitzpatrick. We did our farewell to him. On I last
0: told you show. fucking last week that you were going to pick up Dak, and you kind of laughed it off. But you
1: fucking, I ended you up did it. I ended up doing it. So I so I was looking around. I'm like, am I going to do Winston or am I going to go Dak? Or right, so I pick up Nick Mullins. And then I picked up Jameis, and then I picked up Dak, and I picked all three of them up. And I'm sitting here, and I have Trubisky, too. And I'm like, I have way too many quarterbacks. What am I doing? (laughs) And uh, I I got caught in the crossfire because, like, I just had the worst luck. And uh, so finally I was like, you know what? Screw it. I was like, I'm dropping Jameis. Uh, You know, Fitzpatrick's already gone. Trubisky is going to be my QB rolling out, but I'm I'm just going to go with Dak. I was like, so I had the feeling that Nick could have done really well, but I'm so glad I didn't start him. He got like 10 fantasy hey, points.
0: shit, the bad. Dak
1: attack came. The Cowboys are in it again. They're in the thick of it. Um, they're, uh, they'll lead it in, in this Thursday coming up. You know, they're going to be playing the Saints. Don't really think that's going to work out too well
0: for them. But thank you,
1: Dak Prescott. Well, you know, um, the, I had you the Saints last year. Hot.
0: And, and if I've, I've seen enough football in my life to know that eventually the hot team struggles. And, the, and you know what? They if they do day. lose,
1: but if they do lose to the Cowboys, I'm not going to worry because we lost to the Cowboys the same year that we won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, so, yeah.
0: So that, that might actually work out for you. I, so, so you know what? I kind of hope the Cowboys win just because. I'm going to re- take us to the ball. I'm going to reiterate what I said last <laughs> week. The Cowboys are a completely different team. Mari Cooper. Hey, we got to talk about Coop. So, I know people Marty have Cooper. written him and and – Seemingly now, I believe that it was, that was all about location, location, location.
1: Yes, that is real estate to the max. Yeah. 41 fantasy points on DraftKings. Uh, dude had eight receptions, 180 yards, uh, and two touchdowns. I mean, insanity. Yeah. So Amari Cooper is back in action. Um, and nine and targets. I don't think it's going
0: to change. I mean, he's a target monster right now. He's That's that's PPR gold. He's made Dak Prescott a, a borderline QB1. Yeah, and I have him now. And so. and, and Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott is now being the Ezekiel Elliott that everyone drafted in the top 5 because he had a great one. You stack the box
1: on him. Dude, he had a great one. He had what 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 was it? 121 yards and a touchdown yeah. and then receiving. He's, he's, he's got like another five receptions.
0: Yeah, he got another five balls. So I mean, right now Cooper is definitely locked in. I mean, at worst a wide receiver too. But he's got, I, th- I believe, seventy-five yards or a touchdown in his four games with the Cowboys. I mean, he's he's playing well. So, I mean, with the way things are going in that division, the Cowboys actually should should win that division.
1: Yeah, and I, and I'm kind of rooting for him to do because I'm just not a big Eagles guy. I did root for the Eagles in the Super Bowl last year just because. Fuck the Eagles, but I rooted yeah, against I ru- them. I rooted for him. I didn't want the Patriots to win it all the way. I grew up 20 minutes uh, <laughs> early and I hate the Eagles. I bought a barstool uh, dog shirt. And wore it actually last year. You can find it on my Instagram. Oh, like a total, I like a total ass clown. I just had like all the Philly gear. I had like a a, a, a cheap eight dollar bucket hat with the eagle on oh, it. Jesus, and a dog. Yeah, yeah. I was I was getting it. I was I was sticking the paint. i just that's how much I don't
0: want the Patriots to
1: be a uh, be a contender
0: anymore. Yes, but um- and they do play the Eagles. They get this they get the Eagles after the Saints. It's nice for them that they get fucking ten days until. Till they play the Eagles, so.
1: Yeah, so they have to go back into that one again, and I don't think it's going to turn out the same way as it did last year. Uh, Tom Brady's Botox injections are too tight to let that one go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, with, with the Saints again, the Saints had a, a, another great performance. Uh, Drew Brees was throwing touchdowns to people that were coming in, putting on pass <laughs> from the stands. Yes, yeah, that's it
0: are these guys? He's just Those
2: twitch. are the who
1: the fuck are yous he's just of the week
0: with us now? You just like, dude, I'm good enough to throw touchdowns to anyone.
1: I mean, he he's letting you know, like, hey, I I can do this. Watch what I can do. Yeah. Look what I can do. Hey, he's like Stewart from Mad TV. <laughs> look what I can do. Hey, look what I can do. <laughs> like that's him, dude, all the way. Like, I think some of these guys that he threw touchdown passes to don't even have pictures now on DraftKings, hey, dude. No. It's insanity. So, I mean, just thinking about this, I mean, I'm not even going to take the time to name them. But, I mean, they're all the who the fuck are you guys, basically. Um, You know, and Michael Thomas, fantasy owners, I feel bad for you guys because that game was the one that should have got you,
0: like, you should have got that smoke. I am a Michael Thomas, fantasy owner in our Garage Guys Pro League. Yeah, you are. I feel bad for you, man. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> I mean that... he got me seven point eight points, but I still uh, I was lucky enough to beat Lindsey. Um, she... Yeah. Why do I feel bad for you? You're like second in that league. Yeah. Man. I'm like in I'm, seven. I'm yeah. right behind fucking kicker free Jake, dude. I'm 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 keeping up with these professional analysts.
1: I know we need one of our guys to win. So at this point, like I'm pretty much out of the running. I believe um, at six and six. Uh, I got I got fantasy guy this yeah, week. Yeah,
0: so you're going to get knocked out of the playoffs by one of our own guys. That just shows yeah. that, you know, the league is fair. Even if I win, even if I it's, win, it, I,
1: I think I'm, I'm still out. You need a lot
0: of help to get in for sure, I think.
1: I'd have to have a lot of points. I would have
0: to rack up some monster points this well, week. Well, I don't even – think it, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would need whoever. You'd need Team Florio to lose. Yeah, you, yeah you, you're in trouble.
1: Yeah, so but you know, it's been it's been a good run and so now I get to pull for two of our guys that are in you know, that are part of garage guys to
0: to take this bitch on. So uh so kudos to you. Thank you. And uh yeah, I'm hoping and, and, to get this win this week against Bowling. I think I'm nah, playing. I think that won't be too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Ross Ross seems a little like he's given up. His <laughs> like, running back to. <laughs> But he still has like his wide receivers are are pretty good. He's got Odell and Tyreek and Keenan Allen, so he's got he's got some talent. But he definitely has the help that, there. That Antonio Brown trade really worked out for me. I mean, I picked up Joe Mixon and Juju, and they both uh, played extremely well. Yeah, Juju was well the boy. Juju's Juju now was top the boy. Ten receiver in this fantasy league.
1: And and I and I love that because at the beginning of the year we did a lot of talking about it, and I'm like, I really have a film that Juju's going to have a better year than Antonio. I'm glad to see Juju, another wide receiver, kind of emerging there. I mean, AB still AB, yeah. Wrong, and we'll talk a little bit about Juju's points in a minute. I do want to recap the uh, the Bears Lions game. Okay, uh, Chase Chase Daniels, Chase Daniels getting it done for the that's, your, that's your
0: namesake, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what's even funnier in Madden? Actually, I have I do a lot of franchise modes where I do the uh, the fantasy drafts and build teams. And uh, I had Patrick Mahomes in one of them, and my backup was Chase Daniel. I was Patrick very disappointed
0: Mahomes got... in Mahomes this week. He didn't get me any fucking points. I was I was I, disappointed. Alvin Kamara I, with I, ten fucking. I thought Pat points. Mahomes would still throw me two touchdowns on this fucking bye week.
1: Yeah, Oh shit! I'm not even thinking. (laughs) Like, damn, you're right. Yeah, you were still. They they had people. They had people on Twitter talking about like, I'm I'm still starting catching Mahomes this week out of respect. Yeah, I think Phil Yates said that actually. Yeah, Yates said that. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So yeah, so I mean, you know, a little bit of disappointment out of Mahomes this week on the bye. But uh, what are you gonna do? He ate a lot of ketchup though. He hung out in the Waffle House. Yeah, but uh, but man, Chase Daniels. Chase Daniels got it done. Tariq Cohen, you know, he had 18 fantasy points in, in the in the pro league that we have. I was glad to see Cohen get a little bit more involved. I yeah. think he took a nap for his touchdown celebration. He did. Against the Lions. That, that's a great trip. One, as fin, always. I think the trip Finn kicked in on him. Yeah. And uh in the Chicago Bears defense. Once um, again then, scored a
0: touchdown.
1: Yes. Gotta love it. Dude, their their celebration was the best. Was what is that? The Super Bowl shuffle they did. I won? see,
0: I looked at it as a fuck you, Detroit. This is a Motown, you know. We're in Motown, so right. They did a bit of that's a, what I've I seen. Some people saying Super Bowl Shuffle, they, but nah, I, I they did a, a bit of a Motown shuffle. They they threw mm-hmm. some Motown fucking swag out there. That was some, Uptown Funk, you up, baby? Yeah, they did some fucking some sixties Motown shit out there and did a damn good job of it. But I mean, and I can feel that all they do is score touchdowns, bro. Like no, I love it,
1: that, and I love it. That, I mean, it's just like you know, I, I hate. I hate that I had such a great defense, couldn't even make it in the playoffs this year. I think but... they have
0: more touchdowns this year than Julio Jones. <laughs> that That's a
1: definite. That is a definite. So, and what's his there fucking game, Jackson? Draft the Bears defense yeah.
0: over Julio. Always. <laughs> 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 it's fucking crazy, bro. It just doesn't make sense. But And it comes Every out of year. nowhere. They struggled. I mean, I don't want to say they struggled, but. Detroit did a good job of moving the ball. I mean, Legarrett Blunt fucking was a bulldozer. Yeah, he was. And that's what he's built to do,
1: man. That that's blunt, bro. And then they just you know? they
0: just came out of nowhere and fucking that dude jumped the shit out of that route. I mean, it was beautiful. When you watch the replay of it, it was a it was a beautiful fucking defensive play. It was Legarrett
1: actually I think he had about twenty three fantasy points. What was it? Eighty eight yards rushing with two touchdowns. Yeah, those touchdowns are always money. Yeah, I mean so Legarrett did have himself a day too. So if you're if you were lucky enough to put LaGuarrett, I don't even know how much owned he is in the ESPN leagues,
0: but I mean I know that a lot of people I think he's on a lot of waivers actually. Yeah, he's out so, there. But Eddie Jackson so, with that forty one yarder, I mean, he's got he's got a ton of touchdowns. He's having a great season.
1: He is that. And, I mean, so, it's just now – Kenny Galladay had a decent day. It wasn't anything super spectacular. But, I mean, you already know Galladay's your number one guy. If you have Galladay, you got to keep rolling with him. Yeah, and
0: Marvin Jones just got thrown on the IR, so –
1: yeah, so Galladay owners rejoice. You guys, you guys have a uh, have a the wide receiver one for that team. Yeah, just um, target. I'm, I'm calling him a, a wide receiver two for fantasy purposes for sure. He had 14 fantasy Agreed. points, I believe.
0: And yeah, he went five for 90. I mean, that's not a terrible day, but. No,
1: not at all. Not at all terrible. So I mean, uh, the, but the Thanksgiving, man, great food, good football games. Uh, that Saints game just put the icing on it for me, man. I was I loved watching that one, and um, and then we had you know the rest of the weekend to be fat and lazy. Sunday rolls up, and boy, oh boy! So I'm playing. I played Jake Sealy this week. Um, I played against Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. Dude,
0: McCaffrey is just slaying it. Can we just give that dude mad props right now? If you drafted Christian McCaffrey in the first round, you're you're basically like a genius at this point. If you drafted um, him in the second round, Jesus, you're fucking yeah. Because
1: ba- so many people, like even I did, I'm I man enough to admit it. I slept on this guy because I'm thinking, oh, in the beginning of the year, I'm like, I- I'm not really worried about it. Cam Newton, they're going to be using uh, what is John? Not Jonathan Stewart. He's with uh, New York now. Who's the other C- guy? C J. Anderson. C J. is supposed to I'm come thinking in. And- He's going to be the ground and pound guy. McCaffrey will be used, you know, in the slot some, and then for you know passing. But then he comes out and has a fifty-two point day, bruh. On draft team, it was one hundred twenty-five rushing yards, one touchdown, one hundred twelve receiving yeah, he yards. He dropped a hundo and a, and a hundo.
0: I mean, 11. 200 yards combined, eleven over two hundred, eleven
1: catches. Christian McCaffrey went god mode and there's nothing you can do to stop it when every every touchdown I'm watching this game waiting on DJ Moore to just to just get a long touchdown. There was one more in that game with Seattle that that did get that yeah. big touchdown. Props to those guys and I mean if you got to pick up uh more on for for Seattle, I mean he's somebody that really can help you out in the playoffs cuz it looks like Russell Wilson's really starting to come around with that guy. It's the second half so,
0: Russ, bro. Second half Russ. It is.
1: See, I, I, I there was a video that I retweeted the other day. It was hilarious about how the Seahawks start coming back this time of year, and uh, it's really funny. If you guys follow me on Twitter, definitely go check out that video. Yeah, it was I was hilarious.
0: close to taking uh, Christian McCaffrey in the second round of our draft. I, I mean, Michael Thomas was my homie, so I took him at seventeen. Yeah, you had to roll. But that Jake, way. I mean, that was the obvious choice. Jake got him at nineteen. I mean. Like two, pick, that's two picks behind. He me. slipped yeah. way too
1: far. But that, but I mean, that just goes into uh, to Jake doing
0: Jake things, and uh, st- and so yeah, I'm still gonna beat him in the playoffs. All right, I'm I'm, I'm hoping it's I'm gonna hoping be I'm mean, for you, me, man. and Jake in the finals. I'm a, I'm gonna take out Team No Kicker. All right, we'll see what happens. I'm I'm I'm, I'm rooting for you, brother. His, his wide receivers <laughs> are weak, bro. His wide receivers are weak. But it's it's that pair of running backs that are just they're, they're tough to handle. They are that for sure,
1: and and I will say it's just with Saquon and McCaffrey now, actually because because Carolina's constantly pay, playing from behind. Graham Gano has lost them games, they, and, and I'm, I'm fully on team band kickers at this point. I was talking with Jake uh, this past week, and, you know, I'm like, I need to get a shirt, this and that, uh, next year. I think we're going to do away with these fuckers. Seems like because...
0: everybody's on it, man.
1: Yeah, even Matthew Barry's talking about it, and Brad Evans were talking about taking him out of the actual Yahoo and ESPN games. Yeah, so this is real stuff at this point. Now, when you got those two guys talking about it, yeah. I mean, they're basically the spokespersons for the two biggest fantasy platforms
0: out there. You know that it's a big possibility, and I and I love the idea of adding another flex player. I mean, whether you keep kickers and defenses or not, adding another flex player is never. I definitely bad. like that. I like to keep the defenses and just add
1: one flex player. I'm not really big into super flexes because of the whole quarterback thing. But at the same time, you know, it is what it is. I know next year we're probably just going to go to an extra flex. So we're going to do a two flex league. Yeah, I think if um, you're in
0: a 10-team league, I think making it a super flex is probably a good idea. Because, I mean, unless you can find two more friends. <laughs> if, yeah, 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 you got to get to two yeah. more, for sure. <laughs> so
1: – But, yeah, it's just – you know, I I went through Mason Crosby – and I'm very impatient when it comes to kickers. So if a kicker fucks me in a game, I'm dropping you. Cause I'm like, there's there's way too many of you out there. Right. So Mason Crosby fucked me this year. And then I pick up Graham Gano. He fucked me. I dropped him last week. <laughs> then I picked up Dan Bailey this week. And he fucked me. So and I don't even know what I was maybe thinking about you. that maybe way. Maybe
0: it's not the kickers, man. Maybe it's you.
1: Maybe maybe it is, but I don't know what I was thinking taking a Vikings kicker. Vikings kickers have the worst luck. And I didn't realize until the game, I'm like, holy shit, Blair Walsh. What the fuck did I just do? <laughs> this is Dan Bailey, he's going to get cursed. And he
0: got fucking cursed. I was supposed so, to draft Graham, you know. He liked one of my fucking tweets earlier before the season started. But
1: Oh, he did? Well, tell him I said fuck I him. didn't. And he's probably going to lose his job. Yeah, fuck him. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't draft him in any of my
0: leagues. Oh man,
1: yeah. I don't. I don't even. I, I next year there will be no more kickers. It's gone. It's over with. Yeah, I, I encourage all of you listening right now to do the same thing. Uh, get on board with Jake. Go buy a T-shirt from Jake too. By the way, yeah. he's got them on sale. Hashtag Bank Kickers. Does he really? <laughs> yeah, he does. Go go check
0: out his Twitter. He's got them for sale right now. Go go give uh, that man some money. He's, he works hard. He's pumping it right. Right now is a good time. I mean, Matthew Barry should be fucking sharing his. Oh, tweets. dude, he's he's riding the wave right now. He's
1: uh, Jake partnered with some. Uh, I think it was Roto Gear. He partnered with Roto Gear, and they're, they're releasing
0: the shirts. So, yeah,
1: he's, uh, he's doing it. Go give I'm that gonna, man some money.
0: I got to make a deal with Jake that if, uh, you know, maybe if him and I play in the fantasy championship and, you know, I win, I can get on his fucking podcast. And if, you know, or or I, or I have to be on or I get him on our podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've been trying to get Jake on for a little while now and I think we're getting closer to making something like that happen. He's so. he's a busy dude. I know that. He is. He is, but we uh we we talked a little bit and he might be coming around. So you guys listen and stay tuned. We might have Jake on soon.
0: Right, yeah. But
1: um what else I'm about? uh so I'm just a little bit of news just from this week. Something uh Josh Allen shut up Jalen big time. <laughs> Josh Allen flexed nuts on that Jag's defense. Calls called Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette's out there trying to ball and he ended up getting ejected out of the game, <laughs> which was a dumb move. You gotta keep your emotions straight when you have people out there. But Josh Allen, big props, twenty-six fantasy points. Dude had a day.
0: Um so yeah, big props to I Josh, mean, Josh is back. You gotta you gotta be happy for the kid who can fucking I don't know. He, the guy calls him garbage. He called him trash. And he, and he flexed nuts all over yeah. him. And I love so, I, I mean, love that. You know, that's he's got to eat some humble pie for calling Josh trash. And then, and then Josh comes out and, and beats him. I mean, yes, he only went eight for fucking 20 or eight for 19, 160 yards in a touchdown. But he didn't get sacked. He also ran for almost 100 yards. He was at 99, I think, in a touchdown. Uh, threw that fucking long bomb to a guy that no one's ever heard of. What was that? <laughs> oh, what, what was his last
1: name? Foster Robert Foster. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought. Yeah. Speaking of Foster, fuck Ruben Foster. Um, just have to throw that out there. Um, I, I'm I'm blown away that the Redskins picked him up. Well, I mean, their um, their their team name is a
0: racial slur, so it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. just
1: adds more fuel to the fire. But if you you know, I this is my one brief thing. We won't stay on it too long. You need a quarterback, and then you got a guy out there right now that could ball out for you, and then you go and sign a dude that beats women, yeah, over a guy that just wanted to speak his fucking mind. I, uh, you know, you need a quarterback.
0: Think about yeah. that. That's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I stand with seven. Um but as for a sure. as a niner fan i was super stoked when they were able to get foster at the end of the first round and uh, i'm so glad the saints dodged that bullet and, i really and am. fuck that dude <laughs> i mean fuck that dude honestly like he's a giant piece of shit but yeah but the it, other the other foster for the bills get, he's a good yeah. he's a good guy to maybe pick up yeah. rookie
1: guy he's rookie this year um definitely look at him I'm for just, the playoffs if you're having trouble yeah i'm at, at trying to season. stay
0: away from anyone on that offense though i do think that uh, You know, LaShawn McCoy's got a couple of decent matchups coming up if you want to slide him in a flex play. But can we talk about this fight real quick? Yes, let's do that. I know you got a lot to say. Man, (laughs) look, I'm not saying, and I tweeted this out earlier, like I'm not saying that Leonard Fournette is a bitch because I think think it's stupid to try to fight someone who's got a helmet on, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're going to fucking slap someone in the face... You gotta fucking ring that bell, dude. You gotta slap the shit out of that dude's helmet. Leonard Fournette is a little bitch for the way. go in You gotta go, in a, you gotta go in a, uh, fucking Blitz two thousand Nintendo 64. Yeah, you wanna you fucking hit the ear hole and make that fucking bell ring because I've seen, like I've seen, I've seen people. I've seen women slap people, slap men harder than Leonard Fournette. I I can't even explain it. Like and Leonard's I, just
1: mad because f- because
0: Les Miles fucked his ankle and yeah. uh, and, and look yeah, there's that Leonard Fournette I'm not afraid of you I I got size too bro I can I can scrap I can throw down I can throw these hands I can take a punch and I can definitely Stoner will give you that smoke an opponent and opponent. And I could definitely <laughs> yeah, and I can definitely take a little bitch slap from you. And we all know you got shoddy ankles, so all I Chill gotta him. do is use some of my footwork. Like, Ooh. I don't want to call you a bitch, but you're acting like a little bitch. And he, kill him, and he should just let this fucking suspension ride out. Um, what do you think? You think Carlos Hyde or T.J. Yeldon is the running back to uh, to own this week?
1: Probably TJ. I've been seeing a lot of news about TJ, and I just think personally that TJ Yeldon. I mean, they they have a lot of familiarity with him. Um, Carlos will definitely be used. I think he's going to be more of that power running back. But Yeldon, I mean, he's just
0: he's 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 the one that you're going to have to go yeah. with. And Buffalo, man, Buffalo put some hurting on Jacksonville. I mean, they. Fi- I think this is Buffalo resurgence. They fired time. a and like they fired a coordinator. Yeah. They, uh, they got they 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 fucking got the running back, got into a fight with a with a defensive player and got suspended. And Blake Bortles is getting benched this week.
1: Yeah, so I mean, think about that, Cody Kessler time, and and you know they spotted Ben McAdoo in a Jacksonville airport.
0: <laughs> I did not <laughs> and, know that.
1: That motherfucker last year. I made a petition on a GoFundMe to send Ben McAdoo to space,
0: and I didn't. <laughs> Why, I didn't think you he just, went by why didn't you by him Why did you just send a tweet to Elon Musk? He would fucking he would have done that. No, because Elon Musk would have got a little
1: antsy, and he would have got his flamethrower out and probably roasted that. Either
0: way, so that's a win. I don't right wish there. death
1: upon him. I don't wish death upon him. But I mean, even if he get, if he went to space, maybe leave the helmet behind. I don't know. But but man, this dude was spotted at Jacksonville Airport, so I'm a little worried. I hope that the, I hope that Tom Coughlin wouldn't make such a, a horrible mistake here. Yeah, but uh, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, maybe he was just there on vacation, or maybe he was just there. You know, I just, think you know he thought like, it was space. I think but it Yeldon
0: was. has a decent game. This week, I think Cody Kessler's the guy that'll 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 dink and dunk to the running backs. Um, yes. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling. But that. I wouldn't be surprised if Carlos Hyde had ended up with more carries than Yeldon. But I think Yeldon's- yeah,
1: I think that. But I think Yeldon's got more of the touchdown potential for sure. That's, just, yeah. that's all I'm thinking. Yeldon's got more of the touchdown potential. So if you're if you're looking, if you got Fournette, and you know this is a big game for a lot of people, so. I would go ahead. Hopefully,
0: you already have Yeldon handcuffed. Bro, the team um, the team that I have Fournette on is so fucking stocked with running backs. Like I'm not even upset that I'm that I'm missing him. No, and you're good with that. Uh, is that is that the sleeper league? That's the keeper league that I have. No, the keeper league. I'm in a sleeper keep- league. I'm in a two. I'm, I'm in a two two player keeper league that I have, and my two keepers are Ezekiel Elliott and Todd Gurley so wow wow my other running backs by the way leonard fournette nick chubb aaron jones matt breda jesus christ who are
1: you playing against third grade Yeah,
0: (laughs) i mean these guys just like they make i make deals with them like it's ridiculous like I feel bad because I've won this. I've won this league far too many times. And you're I,
1: like you're like a pot
0: dealer that stands like three blocks away from a middle school. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean,
1: he's just like taking candy from a yeah, band.
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Right. But whatever. So it is what it is. Yeah, right. it is what it is. And, and, but I feel it like you're, you're doing good. You got the depth, and that's all that matters. What about um, what about my boy Baker? Can we talk? A little okay, bit so about yeah, the we we got to talk a little bit about Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield had an outstanding day, you know, and and I I didn't have any doubt that they would put that smoke on fucking Cle- on uh Cincinnati. The Bengals defense um, so, is garbage,
0: dude. That's yeah,
1: everything is garbage about it. You bring in Hugh Jackson, and that was already made it even worse. So you know, Baker wanted to put that heat on it. Uh, the Bengals defense, I think, actually helped bring David Njoku in the end zone. So Hugh Jackson's still out here helping the Browns score, and then he tries to give everybody hugs and kisses at the end of the game. Baker Mayfield's like, uh, I don't want none of that shit. He, I, I love Baker because at the end of that game, he got out there and he spoke his mind about how he felt about it. You got a guy two weeks ago or three weeks ago telling me how you want to play. he wants us to play for him. Then he goes on to Twitter talking about how he wishes they would have drafted Carson Wentz and he wanted Wentz, and then you got Baker there. That's just a huge slap in the face already. Then you go to the biggest rival of the Cleveland Browns. You already know they're going to put that heat on him. This is a different Browns team. Who was it that 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 gave the ball back to Hugh Jackson? Uh, Randall, <laughs> yeah, Randall, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, the yeah, dude
1: handed the ball to him, and then Hugh pats him on the helmet. It's like, bro, what are you doing? Like, like you have you have to understand that there's a separation there now. Hugh Jackson is the biggest world's biggest pussy, and I have no fucking regret saying that. Like this dude, like, does not need to be in football anymore. Like, go home, go open up a car dealership, and just sell orange cars with brown stripes, and tell people that if they want the stripe, they have to pay an extra—I don't know, ten grand. Like, I mean, <laughs> because like that's his like big mantra or some shit. I don't know. But you, Hugh Jackson, just like you, deserved all that shit you got from Baker, and I think the Browns are just gonna keep pumping, dude. I don't see anything stopping for them at this point. And to be honest with you, I think that the Browns could actually snap the Texans' win streak this week. Oh, wow. That's bold. Yeah, I'm confident. I'm confident with that. I, I really think that at this point, Baker's just – he's on fire. He's hot. He knows that they have a team. He says he's confident in the people calling the plays now. I mean, the team just looked out fucking standing, dude. So, I'm feeling these Browns coming up this week. And, and you know, I'll, I'll give my guy that I think is going to have a day in the fastest rundown. I but, think uh, – um, I like Baker man. I I have I like I started Baker this week in the sleeper league. And uh and and I had one player and I and I'll get to it before we before we dive into the interview. By the way, real quick, um we have a fantasy football legend legend, legend that uh I had to do, I got to do an interview with um this week and uh, uh Mr. Bob Harris. Of the football diehards. He's on Sirius XM. Um, it's more of a serious interview. It's not really kind of goofy like we normally do, but I'm uh, definitely gonna play that for you guys as a little extra bonus for this week's show. But um he's, but yeah man He's an I'm inspirational a, type dude man. He he inspired me to to do what I'm doing right here. You know yeah. he's he's him and uh, Mike Dempsey are the are, are two of my uh my the legends dude but it's he, it's awesome to get to
0: play with Dempsey. He's inspiring so, me. I, I I don't know if you talked about You know, like I I know he's tweeted a bunch about how much like how how he got into shape and how like ripped he is right now. Oh, dude, forty something year old dude, insanity! like he's just
1: he's he's awesome.
0: And I'm really interested in finding out what he did and how he did it because I'd like to uh, I'd like to follow that same path. I mean, you know who who doesn't want to be a ripped stoner?
1: rip fantasy football <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> so so yeah we'll definitely get him because because i'm gonna do everything i can to get him in the pro league with us next year so yes he'll it's do. gonna be He's a good yeah dude, man oh yeah man and uh and you know so great stride so we got that coming up for you too um and uh we'll we'll play
0: that for you at the tail end but quick talk but uh, i just said one more thing on baker yo what is colin coward's deal with baker why does he hate him so much he masturbates to him at night. And he's I think just, he like, normally dies. people that does that, like the only people that
1: masturbate to, to people, they, they just want to hate on him. Because so.
0: Baker, I you feel know. like, was was very respectful when he was asked questions. He didn't like, you know what I mean? He didn't outwardly disrespect and call out Hugh, but he said how he feels. And Baker's always been the dude that speaks <laughs> his mind. But he's like, uh, I've always felt that Baker was a likable version of Johnny Manziel.
1: Yes, very much so.
0: I like Johnny Manziel even for, just for him
1: being Johnny. I fuck
0: Johnny Manziel. I hated that guy.
1: <laughs> I actually I'm I'm actually staring right now at a uh at a, a, a Texas A&M black gold uh 1399 uh Panini Johnny Manziel football card <laughs> that I paid $2 for
0: from from my uh it's from, now from from worth negative two dollars so you're out four bucks
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean it's still pretty though i keep it right by my weed stash <laughs> <laughs> it's good
0: for so, cutting up yeah, the for sure yeah <laughs> no I, don't, I can't do that anymore no. <laughs> no no me neither been a minute i'm a, gr- I'm a grown up now Oh shit. But uh, yes, yeah, so, but I love Baker. I like the way that he's playing. Um you could tell there's just different life in that team since they've gotten rid of Hugh and and uh, the future is coming. the future is bright for the city of Cleveland. I know LeBron. And
1: the future is bright for people that got him too. Yeah. For for people that picked him up off the waivers. For sure. Especially if you're in a dynasty league and you were able oh, to snag God. him. Oh yes, he's the next great one. But yeah, with Bron gone, um, yeah, I mean he's he's Cleveland's life force now. Yeah, um, him him and that's the Chub, sure.
0: him and the Chub, baby.
1: It's coming. Another another uh, of the the OG Browns, which are now the Baltimore Ravens, have a uh, legit running back. That if you didn't grab him last week off the waivers, um, you fucked up. And that's the Gus bust the because Gus, that shit is rolling. Uh, Gus Edwards. Um, if he's still in your league right now, whether you're in an eight man, a ten man, twelve man, whatever, get him. go get him now. You're get going him. to want this kid in your flex in the playoffs, especially if you're if you're heading into that matchup. You don't have a lot of depth at running back. This is your golden ticket. Willy Wonka only gave out a few of these. We talked a so, little bit about the Gus last week. We were we very, did uh, very. Surprised. You were
0: a little more high. Yeah, you were a little more high. I mean, I said go ahead and start him too. I believe. Yeah. I, had to go back I and was listen. all over the Gus bus, and I was lucky enough in one of my leagues. You know, our waiver wire isn't doesn't reset every week based on record. It's kind of your waiver priority. If it's number one, you have it until you make a pick. Yeah, boy, had a, so, dude he, dude had a 118-yard game. Yeah, so no I touchdown. actually had second waiver priority. The guy ahead of me had Jared Goff on a bye and needed a quarterback, so he picked up whoever, Jameis, I guess. And uh, I, I put in the claim for Gus, and I, I was lucky enough to snag him. And with on Johnson being hurt, I needed a third running back, and or I needed a flex play. I threw Gus in the flex, and he – got 17 plus almost 18 points for me. I mean, goodness boy. I think uh I think Alex Alex Collins is I think he's done for the year. I think they're going to fucking put him on IR. Yeah, I mean I mean they I mean
1: they yeah, he was just a surprise inactive on Sunday and uh so I mean when that happened everybody that had Gus Edwards just instantly got a got a boner. So, I mean, he uh he had a great day, man, and uh he's definitely somebody you need to snag up right now if he's still out there. Go grab him get him and i hope that if you listen to the show on the on the weekly uh you already would have done that
0: yeah i mean if you want to talk about matchups going forward everyone talked about baltimore a lot of people were mentioning alice collins as a guy to to try to you know pick up in a trade before the deadline because he still has atlanta kansas city tampa bay and the chargers teams that are are plus matchups against the run you know, and even this week with Atlanta, everyone's like, well, we don't know about game script. I'm fucked at. Gus is the game script. Gus is the only way that they can beat it To eat the and clock, I, you know what
1: I'm saying? Like, he, And they're going to have to do that. And a and, uh, uh, newsflash as well, uh, Lamar Jackson is starting this game. So I think now with this uh, this Ravens team, they're, they're kind of, you know, they're winning again. And they're gonna be they've already said that they're gonna be giving Lamar Jackson the start. So I hope you have him as well in your leagues. If you don't and you're having the quarterback issues, I know he's already scooped up, but I'm I'm pretty confident with Trubisky going forward. Um Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's he's not very efficient as far as the throwing goes, but this dude can carve you up with the yeah, rushes. He so did throw a touchdown. He did that, and he ran one in. So
0: I mean, in the, in, the, the Michael a, a Crab, in the Michael Crabtree revenge game. He oh, that Crabtree. was, yeah, he, he
1: made sure. <laughs> and see, that's that's what I love about these quarterbacks, dude. That's what I love about them. That's what I love about these. I love rushing quarterbacks, okay? Love Deshaun Watson. Love Lamar Jackson. I love Russell Wilson. If you can scramble like that, like, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I you know, what? I hate to have to say this because I am a Saints fan. I loved Michael Vick. Um and just watching him play growing up was insanity to me because this dude could do it all. He was do a I video su- game cheat code for sure. He was, dude. I mean, I used to play him. Like, I mean, yeah, it's it. I hate that he did the shit that he did, but you know, I watched his football life, and I mean, he had a hard lesson to learn. He came back, played with the Eagles, but Michael Vick was like the inventor
0: of this man. I, I lost, like he, was, I lost all respect for Michael Vick, obviously after what he did, but even of most- course. Even more so when he came back into the league, was playing for the Eagles. I actually met Michael Vick at a five guys burger and fries in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Tell tell Uh, I (laughs) I was behind him I was behind him in line and he fucking ordered a hot dog at a burger joint.
1: Oh man. And I'm like,
0: what the fuck? You just broke Okay, the so fuck yeah, what is wrong with this guy?
1: Like, yeah, <laughs> that, that just kind of broke a lot of things for me. Michael Vick orders hot dogs,
0: ordered hot dogs and a fucking Five Guys burger and fries, dude, and it was it was ridiculous. What I, is I, this dude's obsession with with with
1: with fire and dogs? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah, was that a low blow?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Yeah, no. a
1: little too soon. No, I think it's it's, but, it's way past. You know, soon. <laughs> you mentioned Michael
0: Vick. He actually did come out, and you know, he's kind of giving Lamar Jackson some warnings, like you know, be cool with your running, like be careful because it'll fucking take its toll on you. And right. I mean, yeah. and, I, and I think I think that, you know, he,
1: he's going to get to a point to where he can evolve a little bit more. I mean, it's just it's his, it's his rookie season. Um, you know, when the Saints didn't pick him up, I was upset. But at this point now with Taysom Hill, I can't be too mad
0: because yeah. it's almost kind of like having the same thing. that The defenses are going to having to play him as the running quarterback, and that's going to open up the passing lanes a lot. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch him play against the Falcons this week. I know our girl Lindsay is
1: going to be excited for that when she's ready to watch Matt Ryan cry
0: as always. She hates Matt Ryan. I'm sorry Lindsay that I had to beat you in fantasy this week, you know. Did you, did, much, uh, but you didn't beat her with Matt Ryan. You know how much I do love you. I actually did play Matt Ryan this oh, week. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's, I that's I did hard. that intentionally too. I, uh, <laughs> I knew how much she she'd hate that. No, oh, she adored the shit know. out of that one. Um, I still I still love her. I mean, you know, she doesn't know that I exist, but I still love her.
1: Yeah. I know. I, people hate on her way too much for some shit. Everybody's got to pass. Get the fuck over it. Lindsay's, Lindsay's the girl. She's funny, dude. Yeah. I think she's funny as hell, bro. I do, too. I do, too. Um, what, one more piece of news I had to get to. It's, uh, It's got a little bit of fantasy relevance. Um, So, I know we were talking about earlier in the show, we were talking about Juju. I just wanted to go over his numbers real quick. Juju had a great day, 40 fantasy points. I think it was 189 receiving yards and a touchdown. 13 Um, catches. 13 catches. PPR monster this week. But on the other side of the ball, the Denver Broncos won. And, uh, And they won this game. With uh, with with the boy, and I, I just feel like you know, Emmanuel Sanders had a great game. Don't get me wrong, the twenty-one points, but the electricity came from Philip Lindsay. So Philip Lindsay, you know, he had one hundred and ten rushing yards and a touchdown. But the real electricity happened after the game when this dude's in the locker room, dressed up like some. It looked like it reminded me of Bobby Boucher, bro.
2: <laughs> okay, so this dude
1: is like the real life Bobby Boucher. He still lives with mama. This dude was rocking some 1970s clothes, okay? And, like, he's sitting there just talking about, like, I, I still got to go home and do my chores and this and I love mama. Like, just, like I was just <laughs> mind-blowing. I was like, where are we? Like, what are we watching right now? Like, I don't know. It was just some – up. I-, I think I tweeted out, like, Philip Lindsay ready to Uptown funk you up. And uh but dude, I did not picture Philip Lindsay just like dressing like that, talking like that. I had never seen the dude talk, I'd never seen the way the dude dressed. It was insanity.
0: This is the real life Bobby Boucher, guys. So You gotta uh, appreciate you gotta... that. I mean the kid's staying real to who he is. He was an undrafted rookie who's like probably one of the top five surprises in the league this
1: year. And had everybody thinking Royce Freeman was gonna be this guy, and then he just turns yeah. out to be the guy Royce Freeman was supposed to be. Yeah, so that's that's always some crazy stuff to look at. But if you haven't seen that tweet, definitely head over to my uh, my Twitter account. You can check it out
0: there. Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, the Steelers are you know there's so much firepower on offense, but it's just. It just doesn't make sense that they're losing the teams that they should they should destroy.
1: Right, and I mean, I think Big Ben had a pretty decent day. I mean, he had what twenty five fantasy points. I Think he had like a touchdown. He had like eighteen rushing yards, which is insane <laughs> at the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, sixty two passing yards. Man, I mean, yeah, he threw he threw the shit out of the ball. But I mean, Connor's been kind of coming back down to earth. But Juju with a 97 yard touchdown. You know we have a two 97 yard touchdowns.
1: Oh year. oh oh oh! Trust me, I'm ready to talk about this one.
0: I uh, yeah, I don't know. Did, did you did you catch my uh,
1: my 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 buzzed uh, Monday night predictions? I did. I did. Okay, I felt I felt
0: like you don't like, think that segue was by accident, do you? Oh man.
1: <laughs> so I I literally went. I, I I'm not even gonna lie about it. I actually fell asleep before the Monday night game. And I was I fell asleep. (laughs) I had I just had like it was just a day like I I had a little bit too much to drink. And the next day I was just kind of in and out or whatever playing mad and fell asleep and I wake up at like I think it's like eight eight ten or eight twenty. And I have a notification because I started Lamar Miller, obviously, because I put on the video, I said, I said, like, don't start Marcus Mariota. And I was like, (laughs) start Corey Davis. He's going to get a touchdown. And then I was like, and on the Houston-Texas side of the ball, everybody's against it. Nobody's going to like what I have to say. Start Lamar Miller, even though they're going up against the number one uh, rushing defense uh, against the rush or whatever. And so when I had that notification – that said, Lamar Miller rushed to the right for a 97 yard <laughs> touchdown. I felt like, like just like drunken Miss Cleo all over again. So that's two calls this year I've made. I called, I called the pick six in the Saints Vikings game uh, with with uh, PJ Williams, I believe. I called that one, and then I called st- the the start for Lamar Miller. So I've, uh, I've, I've pretty much like if I don't yeah. call anything else the rest of the year, I will be satisfied.
0: But Lamar I hope had, you Lamar listened. had a good a good day. Corey Davis was the throw in that deal I made to get when I got rid of Antonio Brown. I didn't play him this week, but I think he's gonna slide into my flex spot. From now on, you know, listen to Buzz Chase. Yeah, drunk <laughs> drunk chase is yeah. a better fantasy analyst than Sober Chase. I'm working on it right now, guys. I'm about to start on my second pier. Just, just hold tight. I'm Bro, I've actually had a for- couple I've I've had had a couple couple glasses of wine and I just opened my first beer.
1: What kind of wine are you drinking tonight?
0: Uh, I drink a little Cabernet. I mean, Cabernet. Couple, you, couple glasses. Of, it's a classy stoner. You do know, you classy wear classy stoner. classy stoner? Do you wear your raspberry beret while you sip on your cabernet? <laughs> you know, it's the kind you find in a secondhand store. Yeah. Oh, and Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins wasn't shopping in the secondhand he store. You didn't this know week. that. I'm a, well, he's got a secondhand <laughs> van though. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> Fuck that guy. But yeah, thirty fantasy
1: points for Kirk and his minivan. <laughs> Uh, 29 for Adam Thielen. I thought, I thought that, I thought that he, that he left Adam Thielen, and Adam Thielen was going to have to sit in the car seat, and Stefan Diggs was going to get to ride shotgun, but it turned out the other way, so. I yeah,
0: they, uh, they laid down some, some wood there on the fucking... Packers, the
1: shitty Packers. Packers are done, man. Packers are done for.
0: Yeah, McCarthy's got to go, right? Yeah, it's over
1: with for McCarthy. Next season, it's done. They've already realized he can't adapt. This is a new league, man. It's a Mm fast-paced league. And you, yeah. you got to keep
0: up, man. He's too slow. He's watching all these. And this he's innovative. got talent, though. He's got Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. He's got young receivers. I mean, and he's got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He should be able to make magic happen. He's got to go. Yeah,
1: he's got it all. So I just don't really understand, like, what the hell is going on there. But I just know that McCarthy is just – he's been he's been smoking on some ragweed, put it that way. Yeah, I think the
0: guys like Nagy and McVay. That's the future, bro. That's the future. You're going to see a younger slew of, a uh, younger generation of fucking coaches get in this world, in this, in this NFL world. And you got to be ready for that. And if you're not ready for that, then, you know, you're
1: fucking up. That's just the way I look at it. Yeah. But uh, that was some of the hotter news. And, and I want to get into some injuries, too, because there was a very big injury this week. Um, and a lot of people own this guy. Mel
0: Jeff Hewerman. Oh, uh,
1: shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right, so yeah, before we get into injuries, I just have to say this one quick more thing, okay? So I had Jeff Huerman on my bench, um, and then ESPN did not send any notification that Evan Ingram uh went, fucked up his hamstring, and I'm just like, I'm done with Evan Ingram. I'm gonna start Jeff Huerman. I don't even care if it, I think he's yeah. gonna be fine next
0: week, um, but yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm done with Evan Ingram, man. I'm done with it. Yeah, thank you, what, ESPN. What the hell was Ingram doing that he fucking? Pulled his fucking groin or his hand. Like, what, what happened? I don't know. He probably
1: had his leg up on a bike and he was just trying to jack off into a sock or something and shit just went wrong. I don't really know what probably. this dude's doing, but I mean, he just, you know, he can't hold on to the ball. Um, he's had a cut. He said, like, I think, like two good games for me. I'm just Bro, we've, I'm fucking done.
0: I mean, let's just, the, the tight end position has been a fucking hot mess. This year. It really has. Doyle Doyle's now on the IR for the year with a fucking kidney problem. But, but they, they don't
1: need Doyle anymore. They got Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron has been one of those badass tight ends all year.
0: I think. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of Ebron shit has been. I mean, they haven't covered him <laughs> like. Because he's Eric Ebron, they're like he's not going to do shit. He's going to drop the ball. Like he didn't. Yeah, but but it's just a different Eric Ebron. I feel like we don't even give Eric Ebron enough
1: love because I don't even feel like we've talked about him that much. But dude, Eric Ebron. Nope. I think I think in the tight end episode earlier in the year we were talking about him, and I, and I said I think Eric Ebron is going to have uh, at least ten touchdowns on the year. Has he already surpassed that? Uh, probably. Yeah. So
0: I'm, I'm a guy who I'm a guy who is not a fan. Before the season I was fucking Team O'Doyle rule. No no I was all Ebron Go back and listen To the Titan episode And
1: tell us what we said But Yeah I probably won't
0: Yeah no you're not I'm telling
1: everybody else to If, if, you, love, if you love Everybody brother. else And now they're not too Cause I'm like Oh I wanna be cool Like
0: the stoners So I'm not gonna listen No to you Chase. fucking You motherfuckers Fuck Go him. back and listen To that shit <laughs> Yeah, he's got eleven touchdowns. I mean, yeah. So I mean, I mean, he hit it. He hit it on the. He hit the nail on the fucking head. But he's he's got forty four catches. So you're talking about a twenty five, twenty five percent of his fucking. Doesn't matter. He got it. He got over ten touchdowns. So I'm ridiculous. I was confident. Nailed that for sure. But I think we should. Quickly touch on some guys. Are there any guys that you think? Well, uh, the big one I was going—I was talking about before. Before you mentioned Jeff Hyman, Uh Melvin Gordon has the <laughs> MCL
1: sprain. Um, Austin Eckler had a fucking day, um, which was—I don't like, like that. I don't like Eckler, dude. Uh, I mean, why is it just I because like, of I the like way Eckler. that he looks?
0: Is he, no, does he give he
1: face too much?
0: No, I—I I, just—I don't have confidence in him as I do to take over Melvin Gordon's spot. Like, no, very few people can be Melvin Gordon. Right. And that should be understood. And I mean, he did play against
1: Arizona's defense, too. So. Yeah, but
0: I th- I think Eckler is best served in small pieces. And I think a guy that you should – that we should keep an eye out for is Justin Jackson. Yes. I think he, he's going to be the thunder to Eckler's lightning.
1: And uh, you know what's even funny is uh, – a spoiler alert. Uh, Bob Bob
0: in our interview actually mentioned him. And, um, okay. so, so then I won't say too much about him, but he did average over eight yards. carry. Yeah. Um, again, was against Arizona, but he could be the guy who gets some short yardage touchdowns. We should also keep an eye on fuck Antonio Gates. Now that many teams probably need to fucking tie to the gates of hell, baby. Yeah. And, uh, Mike Williams is another guy. They'll probably get some more red zone targets that Melvin Gordon was getting, um, but yeah i'll let I'll let Bob take over the fucking – yeah well, Justin he Jackson had he had time. a
1: little bit to say about it, I mean, basically, just like he said, just pick him up, and you'll hear a little bit more about that uh, towards the end, towards the time when the interview comes but uh another guy, if you had this guy, um I feel sorry for you, Andy Dalton's got a thumb injury, um but if you had him i mean if you
0: had Andy Dalton, your team was shit, yeah, basically like maybe in a two quarterback league um. Yeah, and two quarterback league, wanna, maybe. Is, I guess that you might okay. want to go and grab a Case Keenum or Josh Allen. I,
1: I would say a Josh Allen over over Case Keenum. I think that uh, I think this week that the 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 matchup's going to be a little bit different. I don't know. Looking at the yeah. looking at the matchups this week. I know that the Bills are going to be playing against the Dolphins, so that's
0: going to be divisional. Well, Keen- Keenum's got the Bengals this week. Oh yeah, 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 up yeah. Case, yeah, go Case. So that's why I mentioned Case. Yeah, I see that now. Um, yeah, go Case Keenum this week for I, sure. <laughs> I got a feeling that Flacco's going to be fucking done for the year. I, I got a feeling they're not going to play him anymore. I do too, because I mean Lamar Jackson just on—he's hot right now. He's the new the new toy yeah. in
1: Baltimore, and I mean he's the future. Let's be honest. Flacco will yeah. end up. Well, and- he'll end up as a. Josh McCown's replacement on the Jets next year,
0: (laughs) and you mentioned you know you mentioned Andy Dalton, and I got a question whether or not the Bengals would bring back AJ Green.
1: I'm worried. I mean, I've I've, I think he's been a big big reason of why I've missed out a lot of of stuff on my my fantasy team in the pro league because I haven't had AJ for the past three weeks. I mean, it's been tough. Yeah, Um, he was really a life
0: force for me, and he helped me out a lot. So, I mean, I've I've been switching up with DJ Moore, so. I don't know how much you can trust Driscoll and I don't know if I'd want to put AJ Green out there. Mm-mm. If if he's banged up. Like what's the point? They got no shot and a play. Yeah, I
1: mean let, let him be healthy. So I you know, just keep an eye on that.
0: Another guy you need to keep an eye on this week, and I mean he's
1: been a running back that's kinda of helped some people out towards the tail end now. That's Marlon Mack. I know he's in concussion protocol. So watch out for Marlon. Um He's gonna be one of those guys that you definitely want to keep an eye out for and uh make sure that, that he uh, clears. I think he should be fine
0: though. I think he's gonna clear. They got a little bit of yeah, time. Yeah, I'm well, you know, keep an eye on Naheem Hines because he played well. Yeah, he when, did. When uh when Mac was out earlier in the year, he missed well, a bunch of the Colts of games. had the Jaguars
1: this week. So um it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting to see. I think that uh I know that they, you know, they have a tough time uh the, the run defense is is decent but at the same time it's just like they they can't cover the pass so
0: i think that's going to be another big eric DeBron game yeah i mean that's Hines, too if uh if mac is out Hines is your receiving fucking running and he down, actually so. is probably out there a lot more on the waiver so definitely keep an eye out for yeah. that too um i love i love a good Johnu John smith at tight end he's scored a shit ton of touchdowns in the last few weeks if you need a tight end, uh I wouldn't I would stay away from Dan Arnold even though even though Drew Brees seemed to love him this Yeah, day. no, I mean th- those are the
1: guy they're going back to the stands this week. I think it's gonna be a little bit yeah. different. I mean they're gonna be going going up against the Cowboys. This defense is ready for it. Big this buddy. team this team's feeling it. Um I mean we're we're going back to we're going back to the big marquee guys this week. Um and we'll talk a little bit more about in the
0: rundown for sure. It'll be fast though. But I mean you got to start I'm songs, not but. prepared for the rundown. I'm just giving you guys a heads up. Not prepared. I'm going to fucking spit fragments of sex. It's going to be it's going to be stupid fast this week too. But God, uh God, I hope so. I don't know how fast that can be. I'm really fucked up. <laughs> oh, I, we'll see. See, I'm getting there. <laughs> so, we got we got we got about I've been moving so much furniture in this closet. Well,
1: we got we got a little <laughs> We got a little bit of time for me to get caught up before the rundown. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and dive into uh, to to our, to my interview that I had this week with Bob. So, you guys enjoy this, and we'll be right back. Hey, right, guys, we are excited to welcome on to the podcast a uh, guy that I've been following since I've started my uh, – my career in fantasy and even before it was a career for me um, he is the senior editor of football diehards and you can catch him on Sirius, Sirius XM fantasy sports on the football Diehards show uh, also a hall of fame member for the FSWA none other than Mr. Bob Harris what's going on man how you doing
2: I'm doing great Chase how are you thanks for having me on
1: Oh, man, no, we're, I'm super, super happy to have you on the show, man. Um, I know that whenever we kicked off this journey about a year ago, um, and it all kind of stemmed from listening to you and Mike on uh, SiriusXM and from a couple other guys like Howard Bender, and um, and we kind of dove into our own little thing. And, and I told myself in the back of my mind, I said, one of these days I'm going to get Bob on our show. I'm going to find a way to make this happen. So uh, I'm, I'm really incredible to have you on, man. Um, just kind of want to. Talk to you a little bit about uh, this year, man, and some of the stuff that's going on. Um, I know you're in a multi- plethora of leagues. Oh yeah um, how's uh, how's everything looking for you so far this year?
2: Uh you know, there's so many. I get, it, I tend to get it figured out as I uh, as uh, as the playoffs occur. I'm in like close to 30 leagues, so uh, oh, wow. season long. Well, your
1: favorite, your favorite leagues. Couple um, of your favorite my favorite, ones favorite leagues
2: are not, you know. So there's some that you put a lot more importance on than others. Uh, one of the ones that I was, you know, that I that I put a little more focus on is, uh, is uh, something that we did at the hall of fame, kind of an industry draft. A lot of the guys in the industry and one of them I'm doing, there's two of them. And one of them was an auction. I'm doing horrible in that one and uh, a little more respectful, respectable in the other one. But, but there's two leagues. There's like an A B A league and a B league. <clears throat> and I started out in the A. And so if you don't do well, you get relegated down to the minor leagues and you, you always want to avoid that. And leagues like that though, oh, yeah. are always something you want to, you want to try to avoid. So I don't know if I, I I'm I look like I'm heading for some regulation in one of those two leagues, uh, much to my chagrin. Great league though, put together by uh, Brad Evans uh, from Yahoo and Bob Long from Big Eye Fantasy Sports, among others. So good time That's at the awesome. Hall of Fame Drafting Live. There, first visit there this past summer, and uh, so good time. But uh, I would like to be faring a little better. I hear you there. Hey, is the is the league with Brad? Do you guys have kickers in that league. Uh, I believe we do. Well, no, I think we don't. Maybe I got to double check. Okay. Yeah, there, there's been I- a lot
1: of a lot of band kickers talks been going around right now, and I know Brad got in on the action on Twitter uh, yesterday. Actually, uh, Brad gets in on all the action. <laughs> very true, very true. So, Bob, we were uh, you know talking a little bit about your past and just how long you've been. So, how, I mean, how long have you been um,
2: in fantasy football? How, where did it all start, man? Uh, I started playing uh in Tucson, Arizona, with friends uh in nineteen eighty six uh One of our buddies had moved away to San Diego and came back with this thing and said, "You guys, I found this thing you're gonna love it and uh <laughs> and we did of course, <coughs> like everyone who ever plays fantasy football and so it took you know maybe a year or two of playing to realize that you know the information necessary to actually do it well was lacking you know you get the uh Injury report on Wednesday from USA Today and guys are listed as probable or whatever and uh, and you would play them as such and then all of a sudden you'd be watching games where's my guy and you you had no idea so (laughs) one of the goals of you know get into this was just getting information out in a different way that was kind of catered to the audience and I started doing that in 1993. Uh, you know, through a, we sent out daily faxes with practice reports. You got the information right from the practice field and started sending that out and then kind of graduated to the internet when we found that a couple of years later. And it's been going strong ever since, uh, you know, just started working for fantasy sports publication, which is a magazine publisher, a company owned by Emil Cadlick, who I still work with and who has one of the longest running fantasy magazines we published for a year. Uh, the fantasy football pro forecast, the draft book, uh, the cheat sheets magazine and the football diehards magazine. So we've added some over the years. But in general, I um, just <clears throat> kind of been, you know, kind of been doing it full time since 1993. It was when I kind of switched over. So that's amazing. You yeah, made so you- <laughs> I got to I got to say, you know, I, I started doing it full time in 1993. I, I think I started getting paid for it in like two thousand and three Um, yeah, Yeah, I got you another 50 years. I might break even. (laughs) I hear that, man. Yeah. That's the thing about,
1: about this industry, man. You know, you got a lot of people that are, uh, you know, that, that, you know, report on fantasy that do podcasts, radio shows, right. I mean, it's just from just sheer passion for the game itself. And, um, and that's the beautiful thing about the community. And so it's, uh, it's, it's always good to, you know, other people out there that are aspiring to do that and build that up, you know, to have to hear those beginnings doesn't happen overnight and, no it um, does not so, I mean, <laughs> yeah no you have to, yeah it's a lot of blood sweat and tears into it um a lot of questions from people like what are you doing with your life <laughs>
2: like so oh uh, yeah there okay, it was yeah. a lot of confusion from you know friends and family <clears throat> at the time who couldn't figure out why you know you know for starters they don't really understand what the hell you know this fake football thing was in the first place but you know the the merging that with the technology, you know, and creating websites for it. I can remember, you know, my parents coming to, you know, to visit one day and, and I, yeah, I'm pointing at a computer monitor, you know, at a website, look, this is what I'm doing. And they said, Oh, you make computer monitors. Uh, no, yeah. not exactly. Uh...
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it, dude, trust me. I completely understand that. So I do want to say, so you, you started in 93. So you were playing on the original Yahoo
2: platform. I played before there were any platforms, so I mean I was playing. Right, we were playing with the newspaper. Right, I, we were we were using USA Today. In fact, one of the things that made me a you know that kept me alive early on was I got a nine hundred number, and I would get a hold of the box scores using CompuServe on Sunday night, and I would read them into my nine hundred number, and people would call, but all night long because they didn't want to wait till the USA Today came out Monday morning to get their to do their scoring. So. That actually right. made, kept me alive for for a for a few years. Uh, that nine hundred number, but yeah. So, and I guess that, you know there were some commissioner products came out. CBS Sportsline had one of the first ones. Uh, you know the late Kevin Austin, who you probably know from his work with My Fantasy League and Mike Hall, right? Kind of came up with the, you know some of the first <clears throat> commissioner softwares that were that came out there, and everyone's kind of you know built on that same model ever since so um but <clears throat> those were some of the first ones i played on and then it kind of you know it, it it it's obviously grown greatly from there but i think you know mostly into 2000 we still played you know uh they were kind of paper and pencil kind of situations uh, the scoring got easier because the information was more readily available but it, you know it wasn't until you know it, it was a bit of an evolution to get the commissioners and the league sites up and running
1: Right. Would you, would you ever recommend somebody just try to do a league one year that way, just to, like, <laughs> just to see what it was like?
2: Absolutely not.
1: It's a <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, it opens the door to a lot of controversy, right? There's uh, <clears throat> everything, you know, you know how fantasy owners are. We, we tend to be, you know, sticklers. And if there's room for, uh, you know, some conflict, we'll certainly fill that room. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I, I figured it would be like a really big, <laughs> big, big stomping grounds for collusion and exactly. and everything else these days. So, yeah, you got to watch that. So thank God for technology and, uh, and moving forward. So that's that's good to hear. And man, just getting into the, uh, you know, the 2018 season I know the playoffs are coming up. A lot of people are trying to figure out, you know, what kind of moves do I need to make to keep my push going? Right. Um, and I want to know who are some guys right now that you're looking at on the waiver wire? To get ready to take into the uh, playoffs uh, for the uh, for the end of the season.
2: Well, ideally they're all gone, right? I mean, it's, very it's, much so. Yeah. yeah well, so Is I there mean,
1: anyone left? What can I don't know. do? You know, I I, I
2: I mean, I'm guessing you know the the Gus Edwards of the world are all gone, and and there's no, you know, I mean, I think those are the <clears throat> those are the kind of players you're looking for. Guys that might spike up and have a role down the stretch, uh, you know, and whether it's people have released or given up on players like Rashad Penny, who, you know, I mean, look, it's not going to be necessarily a frontline role, but there are going to be games where he spikes up as well. It's going to be a, a, but Gus Edwards to me is a quintessential guy. And it's not probably a huge, you know, is it maybe Jeffrey Wilson, the guy in San Francisco you know, with, uh, with Mike Evans, uh, or with Alfred Morris uh, put out, you know, inactive this past week. But I mean, those are the guys we're looking for the running backs uh, because right. they're, they're easiest to jump in the role. So Gus Edwards comes immediately to mind. One of the things that, you know, that's even more interesting about him is the, <clears throat> the history in, in Baltimore. You, you know, they have, this is not a new thing for them. I mean, last year it was a guy named Alex Collins who came out of nowhere to win people fantasy. titles, right. right. A guy that was on the previously on the uh, <clears throat> practice squad who, comes like before that it was who in Baltimore it was uh, Justin Forsett <clears throat>
1: so yeah Forsett is, was there so
2: this is not it's a, it's been a lot of movement a lot right. of movement there <laughs> so I think you know at this point of the year if you're if you are scratching the waiver wires you're either looking for guys coming off injuries who maybe people gave up on <clears throat> or guys who are going to be in line for bigger roles due to injury um, I think the you know the Jeffrey Wilson one I mentioned the San Francisco Look, I think Matt Breida is going to be the primary weapon there, and and but maybe this Wilson character can usurp the Alfred Morris role, or maybe he already has, basically since Morris was a healthy scratch. But you look at say, let's say uh, Melvin Gordon goes down with an injury. Well, we're all jumping on Austin Eckler. It wouldn't hurt to jump on Justin Jackson either, right? I mean, just as a you know, at this point, uh, you know, being a little speculative and getting out in front of things. Seems to make sense. And Jackson seems like a more natural fit for the lead role than maybe Eckler does, you know, at a glance. So that would be one of the guys. But I think those are the things you're looking for is the injuries, attrition or, you know, players on the rise. And and we're just not going to see a lot of those. I mean, you know, Ronald Jones looks like he's finally healthy. I don't right. know that he's going to have, a, you know, I, I mean, the ship may be a sail for him, but, but if you have room on your roster, a guy like that that's getting healthy, that maybe they want to get a look at down the stretch because they have nothing else going on at Tampa Bay, right? There's not, yeah, you know, yeah, no, have-
1: Tampa Bay to me is pretty much just done. I mean, Winston came in, you know, this week, and and I was too worried to start him because you never know if he's going to decide to, to help, the, you know, the Forty ers defense get touchdowns.
2: Right. I think so. He's, it- <laughs> I, I think he's a guy though that you can maybe trust a little more in terms of the role. I think are you know heading into this game, or prior to this, it seemed like, you know, quarterback changes were more a preservation of Dirk Cutter's job situation, right? He was going to right. just go with whoever gave him the best chance to win. <clears throat> I think we've, we've crossed the Rubicon on that. It's no longer, it's now about the Bucks finding out what they have in Jameis Winston. And I think anytime he's on the field, he's got the kind of supporting cast and, you know, on offense and the horrible defense that forces them to play catch up. So did not see it being that bad either. Right. Crazy. But but you look at, you know, you look at Peyton Barber, you look at your Rogers. I mean, they're just kind of, kind of just guys and they invested a pretty uh, high, you know, a reasonable amount of draft capital in Ronald Jones, hoping he turns into something. So, you know, hoping that they might take some time or give him some opportunities to see if he can cash in on that, you know, at some point this season, wouldn't be a huge surprise. It's just, I don't know how, how eager I am to bank on it based on, Uh, The lack of playing time to date, but uh, you know, uh, the other thing you do is you look at offenses that, you know, are fantastic. The saints offense is fantastic. It's going to be hard to count on guys like Tommy Lee Lewis. Uh, Austin Carr, uh, Keith Kirkwood, uh, Dan Arnold, right? right. I mean, no, Yeah, he was.
1: Sean Payton was pulling people out of the stands for that one.
2: Right, but that's kind of the situation <laughs> where you look at, like, say, a Traquan Smith who, you know, I kind of predicted a huge – his second breakout the week before when it happened just because at some point, you know, teams are focused, you know, you funnel the ball to Michael Thomas and to your running back so much, teams are going to focus, turn their focus to them and guys are going to come open. In this game, I kind of felt like it was not going to be a big Trey Smith game necessarily, but I thought, you know, this should continue his role. Then when he was out, you know, against the Falcons, all these other guys came to the forefront. But even, you know, with Smith, who has a clear-cut number two role when he's healthy, the opportunities have not been vast, right? So that's the problem with with, with players uh, at that level, you know in an offense where it's defined and they try to funnel it through the primary weapons. In this case, Michael Thomas, Camara, Mark Ingram, you know, it's going to be, you're going to be a little hit or miss. And I think that even extends to guys like we saw Curtis Samuel coming off a two touchdown game this past week. I mean, just, you know, chasing those touchdowns is not a horrible thing this time of year, but it can be a horrible thing to chase them. If those guys get on your roster and you're chasing those touchdowns because touchdowns are the most volatile things, unless you're Eric Ebron. Then you score one every single game if, at least. Yeah, that guy has
1: surged this year. Right. It's, so, it's been insanity. <clears throat> and the tight end position has been so thin as I well. Did, it's
2: a waste in this
1: year. Uh, just, every year is just always something new. And this year seems like there's just so many players that are just scooped up, gone. And it's like every, every waiver wire out there is thin. I mean, um, you know, if, for normal people that are in more like a 12-man league, and, but, you know, anything less than that, I mean, there's still a lot of room for a lot of guys that are, you know, playing the game for you for the playoffs. But, you know, one, one guy in particular that I find interesting, but it's just like at this point, you know, you can't trust is Cordero Patterson because of his hit-or-miss uh, abilities and his running back and wide receiver ability. But with Sony Michelle back now, you know, that was going to be a guy I was looking at if the Michelle injury would have just trailed out later on. But... Um, are you locked.
2: And I I think that's a a pretty safe bet um, to expect going forward with Michelle is that workload. And you're right, guys. And those are are the guys that, you know, the Cordero Pattersons, the guys that flash, you know, in limited action. I mean, it's really hard not to jump on them because we're aggressive like that as fantasy owners. It's kind of our nature uh, to be in front of guys. It just, uh, you know, you should set your expectations accordingly. I mean, I'm not saying don't jump out and get in front of these guys. Do that. You know, dial back your expectations. We're through the bye weeks now, so there's no more dealing with that. The only thing you're dealing with is injuries, attrition, and teams playing, you know, to, you know, once they hit the playoffs, you have to deal with teams uh, protecting their starters for the playoffs. Uh, You know, if we get into week 16 and, you know, if you are unfortunate enough to play in week 17 that becomes a huge factor
1: for sure. For sure. Well, Bob, I want to thank you so much, man, for just uh, hopping on here, to talk with us a little bit and talk to some of our
2: listeners. Uh, where can they follow you at? Uh, they can find me on the Twitter at football diehard. Uh, I do answer questions there on Saturdays only, but I do answer questions. So if you leave me one, I'll find it. You can find me at footballdiehards.com. Um, I work there round the clock seven days a week. You can find me on Sirius XM fantasy sports radio, uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm on Saturday nights on SiriusXM XM NFL Radio from 8 to 11. I'm on back on the Fantasy Channel for the pregame show with Jeff Manns
1: from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Awesome. Well, Bob, thanks so much again for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, and definitely uh, keep rolling with the garage, guys, man. We appreciate you having me <sighs> on. All right, Chase, thanks for having thanks. me. That interview was brought to you by StatRoute. StatRoute is the number one place to get your stats in 2018. Brand new site. Head over to statroute.com. And we've actually. StatRoute? Yeah, we've partnered with StatRoute. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you this since I've been using StatRoute, I've learned so much more and so much more in depth stuff about the games. Um, there's just so much stuff that you can get from there. I mean, like my favorite tool, obviously I talk about every week is that you can like see stats of players and how they do like
0: during certain weather conditions Uh, to me. I just, it stands out to me the most. I mean, that's some crazy shit. It's that time of year. I mean, the weather's changing, you're getting into the playoffs. So if you need a slight advantage, it might be, it's definitely Well, within it's definitely worth it. So to fucking see what Stat Route has to offer. It is
1: that too. And it's cold in Soldier Field this time of year. The Bears are really good. So you want to make sure these quarterbacks that are heading in there that you have in your leagues are going to be doing well. You can get all that information on Stat Route. And right now, for the rest of the 2018 season, you can get access to Stat Route's premium stats for a one-time payment of nine dollars, guys. Nine? Nine dollars for data that the experts use. That's nine Jesus fucking dollars. Christ, what, what,
0: fucking what what
1: did you spend that cost nine dollars today, Stoner? What'd you buy for nine bucks?
0: What did I buy for nine dollars? today? lunch. Yeah, that, that's too, that, that's two. That's two. let That's two Wendy's. Lunch fo- Chick Fil A for nine. Yeah, Chick Fil A lunch. That's two fofafos.
1: That's two fofafos from Wendy's, bro. Like this is yeah, data that I, the experts I love use. Love some
0: Wendy's. Look right now.
1: <laughs> head over to statroute.com and use promo code new promo code for this one to, to get it. the nine dollars. Use promo code Garage Guy Gar, No, I'm sorry. Garage FF Plus. That's Garage FF and the plus sign. That's going to get you access, $9. $9 for the rest of the 2018 seasons, guys. That's going to help you get out of the first round of the playoffs for sure. Yes, exactly. You need this right now if you're heading to the playoffs. Head over to statroute.com. Shit, you might need it to get into the playoffs.
0: Yeah. So get your ass over there right it's, now. Yeah,
1: especially if you go all the way through the season for your playoffs. This is the time to get it.
0: And then as soon as you're done with that, make sure you go over to fucking iTunes or wherever else you hear us on Spotify and leave a goddamn five star. Report. You have to like, and that, that's on
1: Apple Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. We're on Spotify now. Drop the f-
0: Stitcher. I don't even know. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we're on all,
1: all kinds of shit, man. And uh, so yeah, drop us five stars, please. Just it, it, even if you just say like, uh, tits. I don't care what you say in the yeah. review. Just review something.
2: Marijuana, yeah. five stars. Say, Whatever. Just, just
1: put a word. Put put a random color. Because listen here, Brandon from Albuquerque, and uh, let's see here, who else we got? Uh, Sam from
0: Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing in Albuquerque, Brandon? But smoking. Meth? Yeah. What's happening in Columbus, Sam? It's not election nothing. season. Absolutely not. Nothing.
1: Nothing's going on there. Hold on. Uh, I got a better one. Brent in Alaska. What what are Brent you doing? In Brent?
0: I know you're listening. He blowing glass and staring at fucking icicles. Yeah, I know you're listening. The least you could do, <laughs> yeah. the least you could do is put five stars. Yeah. Up. yeah. How many igloos have you destroyed this week? But you know what? Seriously, might have done that. You didn't leave a review though. Watch well, while you're Brent? sitting there ice fishing. The least you could do is jump on the Wi Fi and throw us five stars. That's right. So get that done. So guys, you've all been waiting for this. It's time now
1: for the week thirteen fastest fantasy. I am
0: not prepared,
1: but let's do it. First game, Saints-Cowboys. The Saints and the Cowboys. This is going to be a huge game right here. The Saints are going to be sprinkling sprinkling holy water everywhere. It's going all over Jerry Jones. He's not even going to know what mirror to do blow off of because there's going to be water everywhere, and you can't do water (laughs) when there's blow. Alvin Kamara is going to be going crazy in this game. They're not going to be able to stop him. Alvin Kamara, usual suspects. Michael Thomas returns. There's no Saints fans that are going to be jumping on the field this week to catch touchdowns from Drew Brees Michael Thomas is back Have him in your lineups Have him ready to go Cowboys side of the ball Ezekiel Elliott's gonna be fierce Can't even lie about that one So watch out for him Getting in the end zone again Zeke Elliott This is his big game Next
0: game Ravens Falcons Holy shit It's the battle of the Blackbirds They're both garbage They got 10 wins in between them Ravens you gotta get on the Gus bus Lamar and Gus have been rolling And then you got the Falcons You gotta go with Julio I mean, Julio's been killing it, killing it. Next game, we got Panthers, Buccaneers. Panthers, Buccaneers.
1: Normally, Pirates are no match for Big Cats. Big Cats are coming out fierce this week. Panthers are going to finally get that win. I have a feeling Graham Gano is going to be not kicking hot again. I don't know what Riverboat Ron is doing, but he needs to get him the fuck off the team. But don't worry, because there's another guy that's going to be coming out because this Buccaneers defense, they can't slice nothing up with their pirate swords. DJ Moore in the end zone happening big time. Christian McCaffrey. You cannot sit him. You have to start him. On the Buccaneers side of the ball, I'm going to be benching Jameis Winston this week because he's going to be sipping too much stolen soda. That is something that is a fact. No more Jameis. They're not even going to know what to do this week. They're going to be calling and Cody Kessler from the other side of Florida to maybe hopefully help them because the magic has gone. The Winstons sipping the soda. They don't know what to do. Bench
0: Jameis Winston. Next game, Bears at Giants. Bears versus Giants sounds like some fantastical kid's book, but in the end of the day, the Bears are going to be Giants in this game. The Giants are going to be minuscule. Eli Manning is going to shit the bed. You do not want to start him. You want to definitely play the Bears defense. I'm not really sold on any of the Bears' offensive players. Maybe Tariq Cohen on the Giants' side of the ball. Odell Beckham is a stud. you got to play him, but in this fairy tale, the Bears will destroy any Giants. Bill's Dolphins.
1: Go ahead and get your
0: paper bags out
1: because you're either going to hyperventilate or vomit in them. We're not sure what's going to happen yet. But the one thing that's for sure, Josh Allen's back, and he's flexing nuts all over Jalen Ramsey's grave. That's right. Even though he's not playing the Jaguars, the Dolphins aren't much different. It's another team from Florida, and obviously we know that Josh Allen doesn't like Florida. So we're going to go ahead and start Josh Allen. And then on the Dolphins' side of the ball, one guy you can start and count on is no one. No one. That's right. You heard your first. No one. <laughs> Colts, Jags.
0: What number does no one wear? Albert Wilson, IR. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Colts, Jags. If we were watching this game on the Discovery Channel, I'd go for the Jaguars any day. But the way that Andrew Luck has been slinging the rock, I got to think the Colts are going to be firing on all cylinders against a Jaguar team starting Cody Kessler and without bitch-ass Leonard Fournette. Their defense is trash. Jalen Ramsey. I'm starting Andrew Luck and I'm starting TJ Yeldon on the Jaguar side of the ball. What do you got for Browns Texas? All right,
1: so Baker is going to be taking the kitchen all the way down to Houston, Texas, and he's going to be flipping and frying up some really good food for them all to eat there, but the Texans ain't going to be eating any of it because, yes, you 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 hear it here first. The Browns are going to beat the Texans this week. I've already said it once, and I'm going to say it again. Baker Mayfield ain't playing around this time. Antonio Callaway's is going to have another big game this week. I'm going all in on the sleeper, Antonio Callaway. It's going to be another week for him. He's getting the comfortability in there, and you already know that Nicholas Chubb is is going to be fucking all kinds of things in the end zone with that hard dick because he's chub, chub, chubbing it up over there. Texans side of the ball. One guy that we already know we can count on is going to be Da Thompson. Now, maybe the Hopkins. I don't know. The Thomas, the Hopkins. I don't know. What what do you think? It's got to be the nook. Got to be the nook. Go for DeAndre Hopkins. He's the obvious guy here. That's the only guy that's going to get you the points you need. Broncos, Bengals.
0: Broncos Bengals is not a game that I want any part of. If you got Joe Mixon, you got to play him because he's right now a top 12 running back. But the Broncos are going to throw the saddles on the Bengals and throw them down like they did the Steelers last week. On the Broncos side of the ball, if you need a streamer, you got to go with Case Keenum and you got to keep playing Phillip Lindsay even though his mom is going to make him to the dishes after the game. Rams. Lions.
1: Normally, lions would beat the shit out of Rams if you put them in nature. But this isn't nature. This is the gridiron. Jared Goff's coming out hot, and he ain't going to be losing anytime soon because, you know, Drew's breeze is on his ass with a lighter. So he's going to be firing it up for Brandon Cooks this week because Cooper Cup's still out hurt, and it ain't coming back anytime soon. I'm all in on Brandon Cooks this week on the Rams' side of the ball. Lions side of the ball. There's really nothing really going on there. LeGarrette Blunt, maybe he can force this big ass into another D-line, but Nadam Kinsu ain't having that shit either, so I'm a little weary about it, but I'm just going to go ahead and say just start your Rams. Start them all. Start all your Rams. Every Ram you have, start the the Rams. Rams.
0: Cardinals, Packers. Cardinals, Packers. They're playing in Green Bay, so i got to go with the Packers smashing the Cardinals in this one. Josh Rosen, you should sit back and watch Aaron Rodgers sling that ball. You can learn a lot from that kid. you got some of the same attributes, and I think you got the potential to be a good ball player. On the Cardinals' side of the ball, you got to start David Johnson. You drafted him in the top five, so you'd be a fucking retard. Excuse my language. I hate using that word. Just not start him against the Packers. On the Packers' side of the ball, it's Aaron Jones all day. I'm starting him. I'm starting Devontae Adams. This is the week that the Packers show up, even though Mike McCarthy's a piece of garbage and needs to be fired because you can't win with a fucking – stud team. Chiefs,
1: Raiders. Normally, people that raid shit win, but this week, the Chiefs are going to be sitting around smoking that peace pipe all over the Raiders. Uh, They're uh, going to get uh, fired, uh, fired, uh, fired, uh, fired up because Pat Mahomes is back. Even though you started him in your quarterback spot, he didn't get you much points last week out of respect, but this week, he's going to get you all the points you need because this Raiders defense, John Gruden, is not going to know what to do. He's going to already think he's in Vegas. So, start all your Chiefs. <laughs> Every Chief you have, to start him. Raiders, nothing. That is uh vomit game for the Raiders that's all I have to say on that one
0: Jets and <laughs> Titans speaking of vomit game this is probably your vomit game of the week on the Jets side of the ball I don't want anyone unless I'm shitting bed at tight end I might pick up Herndon on the Titans side of the ball Corey Davis is gonna have a monster game because the Jets are garbage this again ugh, 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 I can't even talk about it without dry even this is your vomit game of the week Let's go to Niners Seahawks. The
1: ASPCA doesn't want anybody to do bestiality, but Big Dick Nick is going to be fucking him some bird up in the Seattle on the needle. Yeah, you heard it here first. If only if one guy can come back into the lineup, And that's going to be Marcus Goodwin. Not really sure what's happening. But I do know one thing is that he's going to be the one that is going to get in that end zone, rub it all over them Seahawks. But then again, at the tail end of the game, Russell Wilson's going to come back and scramble, scramble, scramble his way in. So I'm calling a Seahawks win here. But it also is the Richard Sherman revenge game. So be weary because he's going to be on his A game. If you're in the IDP League, start Richard Sherman.
0: Vikings. Patriots. Vikings-Patriots has to be the game of the week on the Vikings' side of the ball. I'm starting everyone because points are going to be scored. Kirk Cousins, Stephon Diggs, Dalvin Cook, that's right, Chase Dalvin Cook. I don't want nothing to do with his kitchen. (laughs) And of course, Adam Thielen, they're all going to be up in Cook's kitchen on the Patriots' side of the ball. I don't know if a Patriot could beat a Viking in real life because Vikings are kind (laughs) of fucking gangster. But on the Patriots side of the ball, you've got to start your Tom Brady. You've got to start your Rob Gronkowski. You've got to start your Julian Edelman, and you've got to start your James White and your Sony Michelle. I'm not afraid of Rex Burkhead stealing touches because Sony is the fucking engine that keeps that offense moving. I'm not afraid of starting him against this Vikings quote unquote stout defense. Game of the week: Vikings Patriots. I'm going Vikings winning in New England on a Dan Bailey field goal with three minutes left in the game. Chargers, Steelers. Hashtag
1: band kickers. Chargers, Steelers. When you looking at this Hashtag game, band kickers. <laughs> there's a lot of electricity, and we all know that electricity and steel don't mix. So, make sure that you got your Chargers starting up. Melvin Gordon's gonna be out on the outsides this week. One guy I'm looking at is the Austin Eckler factory. I know a lot of people say that the other guy is gonna be doing that is Mr. Jackson, but I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh, I am for real! Woo! There's only one thing that's going to happen is the AFC is going to realize that these Chargers team is for real I'm starting Phillip Rivers this week Against this Steelers defense On the Steelers side of the ball I really do think that there may be a little bit of hope For the one guy And that's Antonio Brown I think that he realizes Juju Got his bike stolen way too soon last year And he wants to make sure that his wheels are still grounded A.B. in the end zone Two times on this game Look out for it
0: Redskins, Eagles Fuck the Redskins, they picked up a wife beater in Reuben Foster, so fuck them. I don't want anything to do with their offense. The Eagles are tough against the run, so Adrian Peterson is beat. Uh, Vomit team, in addition to the, yeah, whoever the fuck, the Raiders. I don't want anything to do with the Redskins. Eagles side of the ball, Zach Ertz, number one tight end in fantasy football. You got to play him. Carson Wentz, maybe. Josh Adams. Probably running all over the skins, but fuck both teams because the Cowboys are going to win that division. It's a shitty Monday night game and a battle that used to actually mean something. Let's start calling them the Washington Native Americans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Boy, I'm winded.
0: (laughs) That was fun. I don't even know what happened there. I just blacked out.
1: Holy (laughs) shit. Holy shit. (laughs) I enjoy this every week. I enjoy this every week. And I hope that everybody out there listening oh. enjoys this every week as
0: well. Um, and uh, hey, look, it's week thirteen, man. Some people, it's 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 win, and, it's win and get the playoffs, and lose and go home. So if you got some questions, by all means, hit us up. Um, you know the hat; he'll he'll send you the tweet. Yeah, you
1: know you know where to follow me at Garage Guy Chase on Insta, Twitter. Follow Garage Guys FS to keep up with our main page where we got all the the funny shit, the memes uh, uh. and uh and and you already know. Follow the memes. I, I'm, 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 the getting memes? The, I'm getting the hoes. Huh. Yeah, the <laughs> memes. I'm getting the hoos. I've been drinking. Um, and you already know to follow
0: Stoner. Where do they follow you at, man? I don't fucking know what my Twitter hashtag it, is. At Fantasy FB. Oh, Stoner. you're a liar. You didn't know. Fantasy Stoner. <laughs> it it just popped in my it's head. A, Stoner, um, stoner man. Yeah, stoner stone. Stoner stone. 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 So. Garage
1: guy Chase is on his buzz kick again. Crystal ball Miss Cleo maybe. Um, so guys, uh, another another big thank you to Bob Harris for for being on the show. Thanks, Bob. Big OG. Um, love that, you, know, man. And... Guys, I hope you all have a
0: fantastic week thirteen. We will be back next week with that... more. Best of luck, best of luck to you guys this week. You probably need playoff season is upon us. Sports Uh. party repeat